Welcome to Women Weekend, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, harmony, abundance, and joy. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm offering a bit of a life update, which ties in to the topic I wanted to discuss, which is rolling with the spiritual punches and navigating divine changes, unexpected changes, and tower moments, as we would call them, in tarot talk. I'll explain more, I'll elaborate in this episode, and I will pull a card, of course, this one from the Moonology deck in honor of the new moon tomorrow from when this is released. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. And today's episode is going to be another personal update, which I've sort of made my Mondays, my personal spiritual updates that I feel are aligned with the topic that I usually want to discuss, inspired by personal events. Oh, man. Okay, so you know how they say, (laughs) people say, don't tell anybody something too soon, because you might jinx it. You might speak too soon. (laughs) Okay, everybody, you guys, I spoke too soon. (laughs) I know that last week, I shared in the Monday episode in in the Divine Feminine episode that I was happily settled in to my cute little cottage, my cabin with the purple door (laughs) that I was guided to that just came up seemingly out of nowhere. Great opportunity just when I needed it. Turns out (laughs) it looks like that home, that opportunity, that person offering it to me was more of a lure to get me to this area is what I think. (laughs) Again, at this point, I don't know what's going on with this guidance. That's I know that it's still on track. I believe that's so, but this is a really interesting twist. So that cabin was sweet. It was in its own way. But I think I said it was an older cabin. It was pretty rustic. But I can do rustic. You know, I am resourceful. I am adaptable. I can usually adjust to, fit into new environments, new places. So I'm ready to take on the challenge. And there are some really lovely things about it. I love the word wood burning stove. I loved the setup of it. I love that it was an A-frame cabin. I liked the feel. I liked the loft. Yet it was a bit dark. There was a lot of work that needed to be done. It was a bit, uh, what's the best word? Sort of dark and dank, like kind of musty. But I thought it could, you know, work at it, put it together nicely, make it my own. I really thought that. And that's where 
I felt I was when I <laughs> recorded the episode that was released last Monday. Last Monday itself, I set out to do a deep clean and to really unpack the last of my bags, put things away, get things situ- situated in my new place. As I was cleaning, I realized there was a lot of mold on the windows, and then there was also on the windowsill and even on the doors of like the front entry door and sliding glass doors. And then, then I saw that it was all over the door in the bathroom, and I realized there was just mold everywhere. And unfortunately, I found out that there was also mold, a lot of mold underneath the sink because there had been a drip and there was mold underneath in the crawl space. So I was feeling not so great. Well, I was literally feeling not great because I, when I get on a mission to do something, I go full force like a heat seeking missile. I just want to go for the objective and just sail right into it. So I was on a mission to get that house clean, to get things set up last Monday. And so I was just scrubbing away at all this mold. And it wasn't until halfway through that I realized I should probably put a mask on. Probably not great to have your face right in mold. And uh, so yeah, once I realized the extent of the problem, I was not feeling so great, both physically, but also emotionally, just kind of unnerved. And in, in the back of my mind, I knew this might not be salvageable in terms of me living there. Because I think I've shared this in past episodes. I got COVID in 2021, two years ago, this exact time. I was had my very first time with COVID. I was on my very first big road trip. I was in Florida at the time. I had to get an Airbnb and just quarantine, hunker down because I got COVID. And it was during, you know, one of the original strains. So it was Delta and it was a powerful one. It packed a bunch and um, I was very sick and I thought I was all better and I continued traveling and it turned into long COVID. I've talked to a lot of people uh, in the spiritual community all over. There's a lot of strong belief, which I hold that every ailment, every illness is a spiritual condition first and foremost course it goes into emotional bodies it goes into your physical bodies the physical manifestation is the final one right that's when when we haven't been able to resolve something or where something is so powerfully coming up or being really sort of um excavated or purged from your system then it shows physically and I think it's what it was I'm not sure I'll still always feel a certain way about getting that because it turned into long COVID and that was a extreme challenge for all of 2022 for me. I know I've spoken to that. So with that said, I was sitting there in my house, sitting on the ground after hours, literally hours of scrubbing and cleaning and putting things away. And I bought a vacuum. I'd bought so much for that house too. It was frustrating. (laughs) I'd like, cause I was really excited. I thought I finally found a place to make my own and to really settle into for the winter. And I had the nice wood burning stove and it was so cozy in a lot of ways. And I could have gas and I got bedding for the second bed up in the loft. And, you know, I was going to have guests and make it my own. And I had to sit with the reality that this, again, it might not be feasible to make it because if there's a risk of, significant mold presence, that is not good for our health. I have several friends whose health was significantly compromised for extended periods after being living in a home with with mold that they were not aware of for a long time. And I had become aware of it. And I didn't know if I could consciously stay in a place that I knew had mold. And so I reached out 
to the owner, who was the one who had told me about this place and had brought me out there to this region, which I would never have thought of going to otherwise. And they declined my request to have a professional mold inspector come out and survey the house, determine the extent of mold in the house. He wouldn't do it. And that was a bit disconcerting because that's regarding the health of his occupants and also the general health and quality of his home. Uh, Yet he was not interested in that. So that told me a lot. And I won't share much more about that, but that situation got pretty, uh, went kind of downhill. And, And that was good to know. It was good to know that someone that I already had questions about was not somebody that I think is a positive presence in my life. So both things kind of revealed themselves to be not as healthy and possibly toxic, the home and the owner. So I had to make a really hard decision because I I kind of sat with it Monday and I thought, well, maybe it's salvageable, maybe it's resolvable, maybe it's not that bad. But then by Tuesday, I woke up and I felt very sick. I felt ill. I felt nauseous. I, my, my, some of my long COVID symptoms were coming up, like tension in my chest and a lot of anxiety throughout my body. Just a lot of old things that I were, were not welcome. <laughs> I was not happy to be feeling. And so I had to sit with some hard decisions. I had worked so much. It had been a whirlwind of a week. I had arrived the previous Monday. I spent three straight days going to all different kinds of stores, getting the things I need to put the bed together there because I've never had to make my own bed for years now because I only stay in furnished places and most places have bedding, but this place did not. It just had sort of the framework, right? Bed frames and tables and chairs, but none of the other stuff. So I bought all the other stuff and I had put it all away and spent hours cleaning And now I had to face the fact that I was probably going to have to move out and try to find somewhere out, find somewhere else. And I thought, how the heck, how the heck am I going to do that? Where am I going to go? There's sometimes I use furnish finders. If you all are familiar with that, it's a website similar to Airbnb, yet it's for traveling nurses, yet they also welcome nomadic workers, (laughs) traveling workers in any healthcare area. So I'm able to get those homes, but there's no, where I'm living is very remote. (laughs) This area, this region of upstate New York, there's not a lot around it. The close, I mean, New York City is two hours away, which isn't bad. And there's Poughkeepsie, I think like an hour away and Saratoga Springs an hour and 45 minutes, but it's relatively very country, very rural. So the rented, furnished rentals were very slim. And if you try to do long-term on Airbnb, it gets pretty expensive with the fees. So I didn't know what to do. And I thought, so what is this about? I brought, I was brought out here, it felt. I was told to come to New York originally. I came here. It seemed very coincidental that I just happened to meet somebody who has a house in this specific location. And now this isn't working out. This gets me to my topic. Navigating tower moments. Tower moments. Dun, dun, dun. Number 16 in the tower deck. Number 16, 16 major arcana card. For those of you who are not familiar with the tower, (laughs) 
The tower. I love the tower card, to be honest. The tower in tarot represents sudden, shocking change. The imagery is so perfect. In the tower card of the standard Rider Waite tarot deck, it shows a big tower, like a medieval type tower, but whatever, it could be any kind of tower you want. But a tower with no doors, only two little windows at the very top, and its occupants are stuck in there. They're just stuck in there and they can look out the window, but that's it. What it represents is people who are stuck in a situation or they think they are. They've decided, nope, this is my tower. This is where I live. This is the circumstances and the situation. I'm helpless. Look, there's no door. There's no way out. I just got to stay here. And the universe is saying, uh, you can't. Do you understand that staying in the situation is going to significantly hamper your progress, your alignment with your path of fate, of destiny, your purpose. You're staying stuck in a situation that's not meant for you, that's no longer serving you. So uh, we're going to give you a hand. We're going to shoot a giant bolt of lightning into the side of your tower, blow it up, comes crashing down, and there you are, shocked, maybe a little bruised, got some cuts, but you're out of the tower. You're lying there in the ground saying, what the heck? (laughs) Everything I knew just got blown apart. Now I'm laying on the ground. And the universe is saying, yeah, but you're out of your freaking tower. You're not imprisoned anymore. Get out of here. (laughs) Get on. Get on with yourself and go find what you're meant for. Go find something better. Go realize that staying stuck in there wasn't doing any favors. It was keeping you from some much greater thing, something that's the things that are meant for you. So this incident was a tower moment. As I sat there on Tuesday, feeling sick, feeling really anxious, feeling nauseous, faced with the fact that I had to completely change everything after I was finally settled in and not living out of suitcases, I had to, I had to get out because the more I talked to the landlord, the more it was clear that the tensions were raising and they were not going to be very nice. And they were showing their true colors. And I needed to, again, leave both situations, the house and any connection with them. So again, I was kind of asking the universe, like, you guys, okay, I get it. Uh, This isn't the thing, which is kind of weird because there are so many synchronicities. But okay. I mean, I guess there's something to say for I still stayed there. You know, that did get me out to this region, this house. Just because it's not where I'm going to stay doesn't mean that all the synchronicities didn't count, right? That the fact that it had this beautiful purple door, (laughs) the fact that it almost resembled like a church, and I've been thinking about starting and aligning with doing some sort of like a spiritual type church, even though church is connected with the concept of religion and it wouldn't be religious. Something that brings people together and lifts people up, inspires people, allows them to share their truth and feel greater freedom. All these things just seem so perfect about it. Even this, I'll tell you this, another synchronistic thing. When I was 23, 20, I was 23 at the time, I, no, 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 no. I was like 28. What am I talking about? I was 28. I was living in Seattle. This was another hard time in my life. I was living in Seattle. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. We had moved in together. He had moved out. I had to get roommates at the last second. One of them stopped paying me. It was a really difficult year. 
I had to work two jobs because I got fired the same day that I broke up with my boyfriend. I had my dog, Audrey, my beautiful dog, who was so young then. She was like two. And uh, I didn't know what the heck to do at the end of the lease. I had nowhere to go. I couldn't find a new job. My part-time job at the time was nannying. And uh, the mom, who knew I needed a job, she said, why don't you work at the summer camp where my daughter goes to? Just go get it. They need like directors. Like just go live on a summer camp and things will come together while you're there. And I was like, you're right. Okay. And I applied and I got an assistant director job at the YMCA on Orcas Island in the San Juan Islands. How incredible was that? Which it was gorgeous, but it was very challenging. And summer camp life is not for me. I think I've talked about this. I'm sorry. Anyways, my whole point is that while I was on Orcas Island, they had these little boutique shops and I found this series of cards, you know, those cards that just have beautiful artwork on the front and are blank inside, like a birthday type card, right? But it just has a beautiful, it's more like artwork, but it's in a card form. And it was a series of pictures of like women, like these whimsical women who were dancing, who were dancing. And one of them was holding her arms up to the sky and she had butterflies flying out from her hands. And they were flying out into the universe. like, And it said, anything is possible. And I, short, the summer after that, the next summer, I had moved home from Seattle to the Bay Area to move back in with my parents so I could finish my degree. Because I had to do a practicum to finish my master's in psychology. And I didn't want to have to live in Seattle and pay rent and work and do all that at the same time. So I moved home. And I also realized I wanted to get licensed in in California rather than Washington state so it made more sense to move back so I moved back and it was challenging that was a summer that I got sober because it got so out of control and I got hooked on pills and all this stuff and it was a rough rough time and I remember going through absolute hell when I was detoxing off pills and I was staring at that picture of that woman and I was it really inspired me. I was like, someday that's going to be me. I'm going to be standing on my own two feet. I'm going to be successful in my career. I'll have graduated from school. I'll have gotten my license. I'll actually be a therapist. I'll be putting beautiful things out into the world just like this woman and these butterflies that are flying out of her hands. I had never seen these pictures anywhere else before and I have, and I hadn't since. Not anywhere. I didn't really even know the name of the artist. They just really spoke to me and I thought they were so pretty and they're – put them in a line on the wall, like one on top of the other at my parents' bedroom, and they've stayed there. They're still there to this day. And I always appreciate them when I go back to my parents' house. When I first walked into this cabin that I was living in, I walked past the fridge and I see a magnet on the fridge, and wouldn't you know, it's a picture of that exact image that's on the wall at my parents' house. It's the picture from that artist that I love so much with the woman releasing the butterflies. I wish I could tell you the name of the artist, but I honestly don't know. Apparently, she's kind of famous, but I don't remember her name. I thought she was a local artist in the San Juan Islands. Anyway, so that was another, right? Like, that was a total synchronistic, kismet, serendipitous thing where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so wild. Like, there must be really good fortune here. So my whole point is go back to Tuesday, I was sitting there thinking, what the heck? Everything seems so in alignment. Everything seems so guided here. 
And, you know, I did know in the back of my mind with some of the exchanges that happened with my landlord after I moved in that were kind of questionable that the state of the house was like, I knew it wasn't great. And I was already having like congestion, like nasal congestion and throat congestion. And so I knew. Anyways, the point of this episode today is encourage you, is to encourage you that it is very important to trust tower moments, to trust the unexpected changes in our life, even if it seems to go against exactly what we thought was falling into place. Because we don't always know the bigger picture, right? The thing about the universe, but also spiritual guidance, ancestral guidance, is they have a bird's eye view. So they're just really trying to get you to the final place, to the final direction, to the, to the next energy that you're needing to get to. So just because one thing falls out of place doesn't mean that that's not leading you to exactly what you actually need to get to, right? Because what happened was after I told on Tuesday was when I told the landlord that I wanted him to get it professionally inspected and he said no. I said I I said if I need you to get it professionally inspected in order for me to stay so that I can know it's safe. And he texted me back and he said you should probably move out for your health. So I thought, "All right, this is it. I'm moving out." And as soon as I saw that, I got a text from somebody else. I got a text from someone who I had met a week prior, she was walking her dog near the golf course that's right behind my house. As I spoke into, there was a golf course. The ninth hole was right behind my cabin. And she texted me to offer me a link, a WhatsApp group for this, the conscious community in the Hudson Valley, which is where I am. And when she sent that, I said, thank you so much. Also, do you by chance know of anybody who's renting rooms, who has a unit, a home, space available? And she said, me. I have two rooms that I Airbnb, but I haven't been doing it for a while. So if you're interested in either of them, they are available. I'll spare you the details in that. It was just really another serendipitous thing, right? And th- this is a quickening. This this is showing me that my spiritual path is in the right direction and that it is t- speeding up because let me tell you, it doesn't always work like that. I have had times in my life where I had a tower moment and I had to reel in it for a long time, for a while. It was a while before things came together and we've all been there. There are different layers, different levels of tower moments and to pull it out of the tarot talk for a while, it's again, just like a shocking change. Those sudden developments, those upsets, those things that just really throw us off course that cause a completely different trajectory in our life suddenly. And very often, it takes a while to recalibrate and it takes a while for us to rebuild and recreate and have a new life. But there's other times where they're just sort of adjustment tower moments, adjustment life changes. This was one of those. I went from one pretty good situation that the universe said, no, no, we just need to get you out here. But now we have something. We have the next step for you. We have another place is going to align you with the people you're meant to meet here. I feel like my guidance was like, okay, we had to get you out here some way because I didn't know anybody out here. I never would have met this woman or known about this community. I didn't know that upstate New York has basically be, basically become 
like a hotbed for the conscious community, for conscious individuals who are progressive, who want to live alternative lifestyles, non-conventional, unconventional lifestyles. That people are some of the other well-known spots, like I heard that even Asheville, North Carolina, which has become very popular, people are saying it doesn't really feel like a strong community. It's kind of just more feels a little bit um, like a destination spot rather than an actual community. So more and more people are coming up this way. So again, to not keep going too far into this, but and one of the reasons I apologize that this is a bit of a meandering episode. I am exhausted. All of this turnaround has happened in the past week. I felt super sick. I finally felt better. Had to get out of there. Had a contentious argument situation with the last landlord. Then I had my lovely cousin come visit, which was great. It was a great distraction this weekend and a great way to get things off my mind and just to chill out. But it's still um, tiring and I haven't gotten a chance to rest. So I am just kind of having a stream of conscious on this episode. Maybe some of you can relate. I don't know. We have this new moon coming up in Sagittarius, which, uh, you know, is a wonderful thing because Sagittarian energy is fantastic. It's very much about releasing ourselves. It's about freedom. It's about free thinking. It's about setting boundaries, not letting people infringe on our personal freedoms and rights and pursuits and ideas. It's also about like having, maybe having a spurt of creativity and energy. I always think of Sagittarians as having 10 different projects that they want to get started on and explore and are excited about. So it can be a little bit draining. So that's how I'm feeling. And if anybody else here is feeling that way, I hope I hope you're able to get some rest. This is also so funny because I was just talking last week about how excited I was to just get cozy and just hunker down in my little cabin for all of December through the holidays. And then, as I said, it was like, bam, nope. So I'm just exhausted. And, it, and there was some grieving. It felt like a loss. I really was thinking about ways that I could upgrade the cottage and do things to it and getting it settled in there and how nice that was. And it just got pulled right out for me. However, I'm so grateful to now be in a new spot, which by all accounts is much healthier. Just the second I came in here, I could tell even like the lighting is brighter, the space is brighter, the colors are brighter, the room that I got to have is this beautiful room with this. And of course, wouldn't you know, well, this, you know, this woman introduced me to the community, conscious community. So she's very attuned to spiritual concepts and components and ritual gatherings and all of that. So the room is decked out in crystals and lovely pictures and tapestries. And it has this big, giant, beautiful wood table that can serve both as a desk and a general that serves as a perfect desk and space. So it's really good. And it has chickens. Ah, It's basically a hybrid home slash homesteading because they're building upon their place. They're learning to live off the land, to work, to live reciprocally, to be have a reciprocal relationship, all of those things. And uh, it's just incredible because then also like across the street, there's somebody who's bought 40 acres and is building a wellness center it's actually kind of uncanny (laughs) I feel like I got pulled out of 
a situation that wasn't really aligned because I don't like golf (laughs) and I was stuck by a golf course and I was close to like a club like a bar more closer to bars which I don't do bars I mean I like to go see music at bars and now I'm with someone much more spiritually oriented lovely people knows the community I've gone to like three events (laughs) since I met her and moved out here so I'm sorry. Again, I'm meandering. I'm a little bit delirious. So in a way, I'm eating crow, right? I have to take back (laughs) my little swan song or that's probably not the right term. But the way I was talking last Monday about how great everything was and how I'd been delivered from my guidance to this perfect spot. Again, I don't say I'm not taking it back. I'm not saying that it's not perfect. Just because it was only a very short time doesn't mean it wasn't exactly where I was meant to be taken. Right? We often have our own ideas in our head. I was starting to think like, man, I could stay here for, I hope I can stay here a full year. I can maybe even stay here for a few years. I could really do stuff to this place. And maybe it was that kind of thinking that the universe was like, oh, geez, we got to get her out here fast. <laughs> she really thinks this could be a long-term space. It's not for her. It's not, that's not, no. Oh, you know what else is crazy, everybody? The night I moved in there, I moved in on the full moon. Last Monday was the 27th. It was a full moon. And I had my moonology deck and I was shuffling it and the card a card flew out and it was the card that said nothing will come of this situation and of course I was like oh no does that mean that this place isn't going to work out but then I thought no 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 it probably just means like oh because it (laughs) sorry I'm going all over there were also a lot of flies in the place these big black flies there was a lot of flies when I got there and they were like all congregated at like the roof but also just like buzzing around. And I was like, why are there flies? So many flies in a house in the winter. Like usually flies are summertime. And then I was trying to like be positive. I was like, well, maybe there's like a spiritual significance. And, you know, the back of my mind was like, yeah, death. Like the only thing I equate flies with is death, you know? And then I talked to my friend and she said, yeah, you know, it also can be an indication of like darker energies. And, um, Again, getting to know the landlord more. He lived there a long time. I don't want to get too much into that. It's not energy I want to bring in. But it it, it, it could have been lower energy that resided in that home for a very long time. And that's what could have drawn in these – that energy. like the flies could be attracted to that. The, and they weren't going away. I, re- I refused to kill insects, but I kept letting them out of the house, letting them out of the house, and they would just multiply. They just kept coming. So – Anyways, so when I saw this card, I was like, oh, it probably means that nothing will come of these flies. It's no big deal. And, you know, so I was just brushing it off. But, of course, the back of my mind was like, is this not going to work out? Seriously? Like, you brought me out here and this cabin looks great and it has a purple door. I keep saying that, but, like, I was just so impressed by the purple door. I thought it was for sure, like, my new residence. And uh, so I put it back in the deck, shuffled it up, shuffled it up. Guess what came out again? (laughs) Fell right out again. I was like, dang it. Dang it. And I'll tell you, the same thing happened back when I was living in Bend, when I had a crush on my drum teacher. And I was so excited. And we had gone on like this. He had taken me to Hot Springs, where I lived in Bend. And I knew it was probably not a good idea. But of course, after that, I was all buzzed about it. And I was like, oh, my God, what if something happens between us? And da, 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 da. And that night, I took my that deck out, and that same card kept flying out the same exact way. I pulled it three times then. 
Nothing will come in the situation. Nothing will come in the situation. And again, I was making excuses like, oh, well, maybe it means like, uh, you know, like this new thing I started or this, like anything else, but that nothing would happen. And guess what? Nothing happened between me and that guy. We never even again did anything except for have drum lessons, <laughs> which was for the best, but I was not happy about it. Anyways, my point is, it was just kind of telling me, yes, you're here. This is where you needed to come to. It's a starting point, but nothing is going to come of this. And it didn't. And now I'm not there anymore. And I've released the grief because I'm enjoying this new space, but I'm also reminding myself that the only thing constant in life is change. And we can never know. We can never know how exactly how things will play out. I have a hard time with that. I want to be able to say, okay, great. Here's this. And this is going to look like this. And this is going to play out like this. And I'll stay here till this point, And then this will happen. No. As I say, God laughs while we make plans or something like that. So now I'm just embracing this. It is a bit tough to feel like I'm, you know, I, I just rented the room for a month right now. So I don't know what will happen from there, what this next month will bring. But I'm just enjoying it because it's a beautiful space. And it was such a beautiful gift to be so quickly ushered in to the next step. And maybe this just is a stepping stone. Or who knows? Who knows? Maybe I will stay longer than it. Then maybe I will stay for a while. I'm just surrendering now. Even more Because remember, I've told you all, this whole trip was a surrender experiment. And sometimes surrendering means surrendering even when you don't things don't go your way or you get a tower moment like a a double tower moment right like what what now this now this I'm really having to move so I want to encourage you all that it is a part of our journey that sometimes things will fall apart sometimes the plans that we laid don't go as as planned. They have unexpected twists and turns. Sometimes things fall apart to help us get into what's actually meant to be. So my best advice to anyone who's trying to move gracefully gracefully for a tower moment is, first of all, recognize that you're human and Give yourself grace for having a response. There's going to be shock. There might be grief. There might be a sense of loss. There might be some freakouts. There might be some shutting down. We all respond to these things differently. Sudden stress, some people respond to with just completely shutting down and feeling non-functional, not knowing how to handle something. Others respond by getting into action and really busying themselves and try not to process or sit with something. It's always good to sit with something if you can. Just allow yourself to sit and really, and talk, you know? Talk to your guides. It's a great time to talk to your guides. To your spirits, to your guides, to yourself, whatever you want to call it. To just kind of explore like, wow, this feels really sudden and really unexpected. And I feel anxious that, as I said, that day I felt anxious through my whole body. I felt sick. And it was such a hard feeling to sit with. And it felt that way for days. And I didn't know if it would go away. 
Because the other part of me was like, well, is this also related to the, the mold exposure? And oh my gosh. And I thought, I really thought things were going to go smoothly, but now everything's starting to not be smooth. And you know what? I might have hit a rough patch of road. Things could continue to be challenging. But I know, as I've spoken to on a recent episode, on the rough patches, during the tower moments, just remember, discord leads to cordance. Chaos leads to calm. If we're on a low note, we will surely reach a high note soon. So I'm trusting that, that there's some shaking up going on that I didn't expect. I thought I was going to be dropped off here and things would just whoo, flow like my trip did, right? I've spoken before about how this past road, this road trip for two months was super smooth. And now things are feeling rougher. And guess what? That's okay. You just got to hold on while also letting go, right? Which is true. Like you got to hold on to get through the day. You got to hold on to get yourself through, but you also have to surrender and let go at the same time to let things play out. It's a wild dance we have to do here, huh? (laughs) So if you find yourself having a tower moment, just remember it is not an indication that anything is wrong. It does not mean that you did anything wrong. It means that it is a big pivotal moment in your spiritual path. And it can sometimes mean, as I said, that there's something that you're not wanting to address or do that has reached its expiration date, that has reached its, you know, the red line of like, this needs to be done now. Like it used to be maybe in the green, then it got to the yellow, and now it's in the red of like, this is critical. And it's not a punishment. It's actually happening for your highest good, as obnoxious as that can be to hear. It's happening for your highest good. It's happening for you to get to where you're meant to be, not to stay in somewhere that is settling, that is mediocre, that is not quite right for you, or that might actually lead to you feeling not great. I really do think if I stayed at that house, having to communicate with that landlord that was not a very good energy for me in a house that was not very healthy, that had not been loved and taken care of for a long time, I think that I would have slowly gotten Probably my physical health would have suffered. My mental health would have suffered. I was pretty isolated out there. I thought it would be fine because I trusted, right? I was like, it'll be fine. I meant to, maybe I'm going to channel while I'm here. Maybe I'll do a lot of writing. Maybe I'll get a lot of work done by being out here by myself. But the universe was like, oh, no, no, no. That's not what this time is about. Because now it's just rushed me into community. Like I said, I've gone to like four events. (laughs) and met tons of people since I've moved to this new spot. Life will surprise you in the most beautiful ways. And when I think about it, it's kind of a relief because I was like, okay, I can do like hermit mode stuff. But in the back of my mind, I was like, gosh, but you know, I'm ready to work with people and meet people and meet my partner. But you know, if this is what the universe is serving up right now, I'll take it. And now this. So in a way, even though I'm grieving a little bit, it's a nice discovery to find that actually this is a time of community for now. (laughs) Again, I don't, I might be, who knows what I'll be telling you next Monday. Who knows what this next week will bring? All I can say is I'm very grateful. I Again, I do understand that tower moments and big shocking life changes don't always have this quick of a turnaround, but we work through it. And the most important thing is that we find support. If you are going through a particularly deep, challenging tower moment, radical change in your life, and you're having trouble tapping in, diving in, pulling up those divine feminine qualities of grace, of poise, 
of patience, of trust, because that's how we start to handle things as we've evolved more, as we've learned to trust that we can be in our divine feminine and still navigate life. Doesn't mean we don't panic sometimes, but we don't, we stop panicking as much. I'm not quite there yet, (laughs) but I'm better than I used to be at that. I used to totally fall apart when things fell apart in my life and think, oh my God, what am I going to do? Everything's, nothing's going to work out. I still have those moments, but they don't last as long. As I've said, it's important to look at progress. It's easy to say, oh man, I still, I haven't grown at all. When I get a challenge in life, I just fall apart. Yeah, but for how long? Is it 10 minutes? Is it a day? What did it used to be? Did it used to be hours on end, days on end, weeks on end? Look at your progress. Find support for these moments. Speak to people who speak your language. I can't really talk to this with my other friends who aren't really spiritually inclined because they don't understand. They might just be like, oh, this sucks. Go find a way to take legal action against this guy. They don't get when I'm like, yeah, but I think maybe I'm being guided somewhere else. (laughs) A lot of people in my life, well, there's less people like that in my life who would not understand that. There's way more people who would. Find those people who speak your language. They can walk you through it. They can talk you through it. They will support you. The people who love you, they'll help get you through. You don't have to do it on your own. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and communicate with source, with God, with your angels, with your guides, whatever you call it, with your higher self. They might give you some insight about the bigger picture here because they can see it. And get, But really, the answer is always going to be just, just hold on. Just trust. Something's around the bend. We had to kind of course correct you a little. Always for your highest good. We're proud of you. You took the fall. Now see what comes next. All right, everybody. (laughs) Again, I'm sorry that this was a bit of a meandering episode. I did bring out my Moonology deck because we do have this. This episode comes out on Monday, the 11th. And so then... On the 12th, Tuesday, we have a new moon. (laughs) We have the new moon in Sagittarius. And guess what? No joke. I pulled out my moonology cards and I shuffled them. And at the bottom of the deck is the new moon in Sagittarius card. And guess what it says? Luck is on your side. Yes. This goes to all of you. And it's such a great accoutrement addition to what I've been saying. Even if a tower moment hits you and knocks you right on your ass, even if things fall apart, you have to remember that things falling apart is not inherently unlucky. It actually can mean that, hey, guess what? Congratulations, you've been set free. And now things can really flow. Now things can really start moving. Luck is on your side. So you know what? I think I'm going to stick with that. It popped up. I think it's the card for you all to hear. And it's the new moon in Sagittarius, so that's what's up. (laughs) So let me actually read you the description. Okay, here it is. Luck is on your side, new moon in Sagittarius. Whatever is coming your way, it looks set to put a smile on your face. The new moon in Sagittarius can mark this restart of fun after a period of feeling low. The energy is adventurous and even willing to to take a few risks, 
but be careful you don't bet the farm on something here as the wheel of fortune is still spinning. Ah, <laughs> see, I told you. I'm not making any declarations. I'm just rolling with things. Maybe we all need to be doing that right now. Unpredictable. New moon in Sagittarius. This card is about exploring life metaphorically by exchanging big ideas with others or just thinking about your own philosophies. Perhaps it's time to change your mind about something important. It can also signal that a trip away is coming up if there's something you're working to achieve. But the overall message of this card is that whatever happens next will be some sort of gift, even if that simply means widening your worldview. Attune to the moon message, count your blessings, literally, write them down or say them out loud. Great exercise for the new moon, by the way. The new moon is tomorrow if you're listening to this on December 11th, the day of this episode's release. But on any new moon, it's great to write down your goals, your mantra, your intent, and your blessings. Count your blessings. Write them down or say them out loud. Additional meanings for this card. You need to laugh more. This is a wonderful time to start a course of study or teaching. Don't be narrow-minded. Start a week of gratitude practice. The teaching. Sagittarius is the sign of fun, travel, exploration, and the great cosmic quest. It's the sign of big ideas. Its energy is expansive, upbeat, lucky, and divine. The new moon in Sagittarius exudes all this, as does this card whenever you draw it. Nothing is set in stone with Sagittarius, and an optimistic energy could attract all manner of good things if you tap into the energy by expecting the best. Happy new moon in Sagittarius, everybody. Happy trails and sailing through this wild adventure of life with its ups and downs, tower moments, sun moments, <laughs> victories, defeats. It's all a part of it. Don't worry because luck is on your side. All right, everybody. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Hope this was helpful. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.